Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Raise a glad cry, you barren one who did not bear. Break forth in jubilant song, you who were not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the deserted wife than the children of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the space for your tent. Spread out your tent cloths unsparingly. Lengthen your ropes and make firm your stakes. For you shall spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your descendants shall dispossess the nations and shall people the desolate cities. Fear not, you shall not be put to shame. You need not blush, for you shall not be disgraced. The shame of your youth you shall forget. The reproach of your widowhood no longer remember. For he who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. The Lord calls you back. Like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife married in youth and then cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandoned you, but with great tenderness I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath, for a moment, I hid my face from you. But with enduring love, I take pity on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. This is for me like the days of Noah when I swore that the waters of Noah should never again deluge the earth, so I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains may leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime his goodwill. At nightfall weeping enters in, but with the dawn rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? 
Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom Scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare the way for you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, were, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God comes. This is what Advent celebrates. He comes. And he comes, the readings today remind us, to marry us. It's the approach of the bridegroom to his bride. Isaiah, in this powerful passage that we heard in the first reading, says, He who has become your husband is your maker. Your God has married you. God, who, yes, punishes sin, and indeed punished his people with the exile, was preparing to bring them back from exile and enter into an even closer relationship with his people. He's going to marry us. Now this, of course, is fulfilled in the coming of Jesus. You remember, in fact, when uh, Jesus uh, was asked about the fasting, why do John's disciples fast and yours do not? And then he said that he was the bridegroom. He says, while the bridegroom is still with you, you don't fast. The days will come when he will be taken away, taken away in the crucifixion, then they will fast. There's a marriage going on here. St. Paul writes to the Ephesians and says that the marriage that we understand happens between a man and a woman is a sign, a sacramentum, of the marriage between Christ and His church. It's a marriage. And people wonder if God loves them. He who has become your husband is your maker. Jesus indicates that this is the beginning of a whole new humanity. John the Baptist is the greatest among all the prophets, he says, but... Now the kingdom of God begins. Now human beings enter into this kingdom because I, the bridegroom, have come to establish this wedding between myself, God, and my church, this union of infinite love. And so the least in that kingdom is even greater than John because now all humanity is lifted up to a new level, to new heights of greatness to new levels of life, to new dimensions of intimacy with God. Advent is about not simply, look how wonderful it is that God has come to save us. Advent is about, look how glorious it is that our God has become our husband. 
And look how permanent Advent is. It's not just about the coming of someone who arrives, blesses us, and then leaves. It's not a temporary gift, a temporary get-together, not even a temporary rescue. People can rescue other people and then go out of their lives. This is the coming of a God who, yes, dwells with us, yes, rescues us, but stays with us permanently. Isaiah makes it clear in this reading. My love shall never leave you. Once the Advent prayer is answered, it's answered forever. Remember how the book of Revelation, again, the wedding theme comes up there. The book of Revelation talks about the heavenly Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, beautiful as a bride adorned to meet her husband. And then it says, God will always be with them forever. That's why it's the last book of the Bible. It sets the tone for all eternity. And we don't need any more books of the Bible. We're not going to get any more. The next public revelation is when Jesus Christ returns and those words come true before our eyes. It's forever. And so Isaiah says, though the mountains leave their place. You want to know how solid Advent is, how permanent the coming of the Lord is? Though the mountains be shaken and move, my love won't. Happy Advent. The Lord comes. He comes to marry us. He comes to stay. Never doubt his closeness to you, the Lord of life. Never doubt the strength he gives you. Never doubt his eternal advent. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.